Welcome to the free sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's time for Next Gen Friday. We are so excited about the future of our fellowship that we highlight the 40 and under pastors of CFM. We hope you are inspired by the deep bench of pastors and leaders coming up around the world. Make sure to subscribe from wherever you're listening to continue hearing life-changing messages. If you like what you hear, please support World Evangelism by subscribing to the premium version of this podcast for even more sermons. Links are in the show notes. Enjoy today's sermon. All right. Well, um, I'd like to uh, start off by just thanking a few people. Um, I didn't get to where I am today because, you know, I did this all myself. It, there's a lot of people that uh, helped me get here. Um, uh, you know, obviously my wife, she's encouraged me more than anybody else. Um, and then, you know, pretty much Tom Thompson, he's really taught me how to offend somebody within 30 seconds of coming into the church. <laughs> and then, you know, show them to the nearest seat. So, that, you know, Ron Cast, a, a man that, uh, he's not here tonight, but, you know, he, you know, we have the same humor, so we didn't have to say much. We gave each other the look, and we all nodded. Yes, exactly. So, but I also want to thank Pastor Campbell, Connie, you know, the, everyone here, really. I didn't get to this place, you know, because, you know, I just decided one day I wanted to preach. You've all supported me. Um... It's been 13 years, um, but it's amazing how God has touched my life. So, anyway, but uh, also, you know, preaching behind this pulpit, I don't take it lightly. Um, And I can't say anything tonight that uh, hasn't already been said, probably, and exposed and deeply, but you know what? I'm going to give it my best try. So... I'm going to go into it. Uh, First of all, I'd like to look at uh, a man, George Washington. We all know the father of our country. But during his young years, when he was 16, he gained a basic education, what we would consider like a high school diploma. And then at the age of 17, he was appointed to the uh, county surveyor. So he he already was given a, a large role. Um, three years later, so at the age of 20, he became a major in the Virginia militia. Now, this may not have been what George Washington wanted to do in life, but you know what? You know, he, he was basically orphaned. He, his parents died at a young age, and uh, he was passed around from family member to family member. And so at some point, he became a leader of this nation just by filling in the gaps where needed. Um, this leads me to my scripture, Matthew twenty-two fourteen. Real simple scripture says, uh, for many are called, but few are chosen. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this night. God, we thank you, God, for all that you've done in this place and that what you're going to do. I pray that you would just continue to move in everyone's lives uh, God, I pray, anoint this sermon in Jesus' name. So this, this scripture kind of rings true in my life. Since the day of my salvation, 
Um, and the walk that I'm on as of today. Um, in this church, since that day, Pastor Campbell preached a sermon. Now, to this day, I couldn't tell you what he said, um, what the topic of the sermon was. I couldn't tell you anything of that sermon. But there's one thing I knew, and that was during that altar call, it, now that I know what it is, it was you know the Holy Spirit whispering to me. But at the time, I had no idea. But God was convicting me. And everything he said struck me right in my heart. I was, I was just, like, before I knew it, when he said, put your hand up, it was like, what are you doing? And I raised my hand because I wanted to be right. I wanted to be clean. Now, this started my journey on how to define what my calling is. Beginning of my, or the, the uh, title of my sermon is, What is Your Calling? Just in case you wanted to know for your notes. Anyway, so this started my journey. And I can tell you to this day, all I wanted to do since my salvation was to help people in many different ways. Um, I've always, you know, worked on people's cars. I've gone to outreach. I've prayed with people. I've done just whatever I could to be involved in other people's lives. Um, all the way back to being part of a drama team. Uh, we've done some of the most ridiculous dramas. If you haven't seen them, I'm sorry. We, we didn't record them then, and so social media wasn't big. Thank you. So, but this has to, this has been my heartbeat since the day of my salvation. I can remember when I gave my life to Christ that, you know, now, you know, this took a, a while before I preached my first sermonette, of course, in the extreme. Now, I may seem polished and clean up here, but when I first preached my first extreme, I was freaking out in my mind. I am not a public speaker. This, to me, is foreign. I don't, I don't want to be in the limelight. I don't want to stand in front of people. But to preach the extreme, I'm glad I wrote down my notes because I, I would be able not to be able to tell you what I preached on. It would have been a mess. You know, everybody congratulates you afterward. You did a good job. And I'm like, nobody got saved. How did I do a good job, right? But that, that was just the launching point, the start, you know, many things that, you know, it was, you know, it, it, it blows my mind. I, that's why. So, and along the way, I needed some pushing, some nudging from friends and also my wife. She has been my biggest fan and the most encouragement in my life. Now, there's been some ups and downs on the way. I'd be lying to you if you know, I said there was no discouragement. I've been here 13 years. There's been discouragement. But I knew that, you know, there was a calling on my life. And at one point, I wanted to give up on it. I was going to say, you know what? I'm going to be a pillar. I'm going to just serve where I can, do what I can. But there's a sermon that was preached 
in uh, our conference two years ago, and God whispered to me, you're wasting time. And I was like, okay. And I started to order my life and started to prepare what I needed to do so I could go out and preach the gospel. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but there's a discipleship program in Chandler. Yep. And if you don't know the program, well, you can enter that. And, well, it starts with a lot of rebuking for nothing that you did wrong, but just for the simple fact that Pastor Campbell and leadership wants to see what you're going to do when you are going to take accountability for something that goes wrong. And I can tell you, if you want to enter that program, join the projector ministry. That is the best ministry by far. First time I ever got rebuked by pastor was because something changed, computer restarted, something happened, I found myself in his office. Him describing to me what I did wrong. And I was like, sorry. My fault, sorry. But that was the reality was I wasn't going to try to blame someone else for what happened. You know, I wasn't going to try to, well, it was the computer, it was the people. The, the song service leader changed the song before he even started singing it, and how was I supposed to know? And no, I said, sorry, don't do it again, sorry. Because I, I knew I needed to take accountability, I needed to be responsible. But now, fast forward a few years, and you get overlooked for things. Um, you're not chosen for other things, and a funk starts to develop. And you hear another sermon that gets your heart right. And then you decide, you know what? I'm just going to help where I can and where I can and try to give my all to the ministries that I'm a part of. And I wanted to give myself so much that I wanted to be seen as you know, the right-hand man. I wanted to, to help as much as I could that if I were not here, people would know. Because how many people know if, if you're missing from church, someone should know. And so I wanted to, to be a part of that. I wanted to, to, you know, not so much lead, but just help. Um, now, you know, Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe. 
because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. I, I knew that, you know, like when Tom, he, he had his heart attack and we had to fill in. That was the first time that I had to set up a whole church service, what he does, with no real, like, I'd been doing part of it, but I stepped up and I said, you know what, I can do this. And I got the ushers in line. Thank you guys for helping me, you know, but I put everything together. So the service still ran. It still did what it was supposed to do because that was my desire. I wanted to help. Now, of course, I'm leaving and there's going to be a void left where I serve. But also I know there's a lot of people here who can do the same thing I did. And don't worry, I know you can do a better job than I did. Now that I've been through this, I need to let you know my calling is to be a Christian and to preach the gospel like 1 Corinthians one twenty three. It says, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, unto the Greeks foolishness, but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty and not many noble are called. I'm neither mighty or noble, just in case you didn't know. Because the scripture speaks to me. It basically says the Bible is calling us. We don't need to be polished. We don't need to be perfect. There's people I've talked to and I say, you know what, you need to give your life to Jesus. And they say, well, I got to take care of some stuff. Jesus isn't looking for you to take care of some stuff. He wants you to take care of one thing. That's the sin that separates you from him. And so, because I know when I started this journey, I was no way a perfect person. And if you lived with me for like 15 minutes, you'd know I don't walk on water, even though my wife thinks I do. Also, I never even thought I'd be a preacher. When I was not saved and I was living in the world, I had a friend, Bob, and we would make jokes while we were mixing drinks because well, when you're not saved, that's what you do. And he goes, you know what the first thing I'm going to say to you when I get to hell? Bob! Because that's a crazy way to think, right? But I wasn't saved. And so that mindset of I knew I was going to hell, and I didn't even know Jesus, okay? The way I know Jesus now, the way that the truth I know, but I joked about going to hell years ago. Like, reality was, I knew what I knew where I was going. So, if you look at these, there's a lot of people these days that say they are called to too many different things. But I know that if Jesus Christ has touched your life, then he is calling you to do more than just sit at home, come to three services a week. I know that not all of us will be be called and go out and preach the gospel, but all of us are called to some sort of evangelism. This is the heartbeat of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Mark 6, 12, and they went out 
and they preached that men should repent. So I already have my first 10 sermons wrote just based on the New Testament because every sermon they preached in the New Testament was repent. That's all they preached. If you think that, you know, you don't get enough variety in church, I'm sorry to let you know, the Bible only talks about one thing, repent. So we need to have some sort of evangelism in our lives. It may be just sharing what God has done, you know, or street preaching, or we need to feel that calling from Jesus to move in on it. If anything, we need to continue to spread the good news of what Jesus Christ has done in our lives. That has to be what moves us. We can go out and we can do good things and help people. Feed the poor, house the homeless. But at the end of the day, if you don't share the saving grace of Jesus Christ with people, then we are no different than the religious world or some good charity. And if you're in this church, and you should know that we are nothing like the religious world. Uh, so how many people in this place will partner with me and just tell someone about G- what Jesus has done? Because this is not a call to condemn people, you know, the lifestyles that people take part of, or just simply just to love them so they too can see what Jesus is capable of. Now, I do thank God for my wife. She was the instrument God used to bring me to Jesus. Um, when she had backslid, we met. We literally hooked up, and we both promised each other we're not getting married. Don't even think about it. We're both a booty call. Got it? Right? That's what we both said to each other. And we both agreed. But then you know what? I, something touched her. She said, I can't live this way anymore. And she said, after, the day after we got married, she said, what's wrong? Why won't you get saved? And I said, I don't have any reason why. She goes, you're a good person. I mean, for the most part, you don't drink, you don't cuss, you don't do this, you don't do that. You know, you've, by my testimony, I've never done illegal drugs. I have sold them but I've never done them. So she says, why won't you get saved? And I was like, I don't know. She goes, then just pray with me. And then we prayed that night. But that's the amazing thing is from there, it's just moved on. You know, now I'm going to move on to another chapter of my life. But all in all, I will not be any different. I will be the same Christian. I will still tell people about Jesus. Just now, you know, I have to write sermons, lead people in a different way. And since now I can't tell people to go talk to pastor because I will be the pastor. (laughs) Can't pass that one off no more. So this should be, you know, what we all want to do. And in the same way, if we could only be the Christians that the Bible talks about, and if we can go around and do good, even though the world would like to try to point out the flaws that we have. But remember, hurting people hurt people. And just like that lion that had a thorn in its paw, we can be those people that can help that lion, even though the world says it's dangerous animal, it'll kill you. But you can calm him, and you can take that thorn out of his paw 
and calm the waters of the world. And this should be the heartbeat of all the Christians. So that's pretty much my whole sermon. But ultimately, God wants us called to a, a better thing, a bigger thing. And if we could just move in what God wants us to do, this whole world will catch fire for Jesus. Can I have had every head bowed and every eye closed? Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.